Welcome to Christian Historical Fiction Talk. You know that if it's happening in the world of Christian historical fiction, we're talking about it right here. I'm your host, author Liz Tolsma. I am so glad to have you along for today's episode. I am thrilled. We, not that long ago, had Jamie Jo Wright on, who is a Wisconsin author, and we have another Wisconsin author on. I'm telling you, Wisconsin is just bursting at the seams with really, really good authors. And so today we have Judy Ducharme on with us, and she's going to be talking about two of her novels. One is Lainey of the Door Islands, and the other is Addie of the Door Islands. And she'll tell you a little bit more about those books and the setting for them and how that's special to her when she comes on in just a few minutes. Before we get to Judy, though, remember, if you haven't subscribed, please do so right now. Do it on your favorite podcasting platform so that you are informed and notified whenever we have a new episode coming up. You don't want to miss anything We are starting to book out passes and and into the fall and have some really great authors coming up that I know you are not going to want to miss. Some big name authors out there that are coming up. So please subscribe so you'll be notified about that. Also, please visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're in all three of those places and we have book discussions. We talk about what we're reading. We talk about who's coming up and the books that are coming up and who you'd like to see and topics related to Christian fiction and all that kind of stuff. So please follow us on social media as well. And finally, if you are interested in supporting Christian Historical Fiction Talk, it's very important to me that I'm able to keep this podcast going. Not only do I have a lot of fun talking to these authors and introducing them to you, I think you get a lot of value out of it as well. And being able to support these authors is super important. So if you wouldn't mind becoming a patron of Christian Historical Fiction Talk, I will leave a link for that in the show notes and you'll get lots of extra benefits by doing that including chance to ask questions directly of these authors and some extra bonus content that won't be available to the public. So be sure to take a look at that and consider supporting Christian Historical Fiction Talk. Okay, that's enough for me. It is time to move on to today's guest, Judy Ducharme, here to talk about Lainey of the Door Islands and Addie of the Door Islands. Welcome to the show, Judy. It is so good to have you with us today. Thank you, Liz. I have read your books, and I am delighted that you live in Wisconsin like I do, and that we can talk about our books. It's always great to meet another Wisconsin author. We were just chatting off air about how many of them are around. There are so many really good Wisconsin authors. So I would encourage all my listeners, if you see somebody who's published something and they're from Wisconsin, you can be pretty sure it's going to be good. We seem to grow them really well here or something. I don't know, but I would agree. Yeah. Lots of fun to get to talk about Wisconsin and things Wisconsin, which your books do. But before we get to them, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? 
Well, we've lived here since 1984 in Door County. Before that, we were in the Detroit area of Michigan. I grew up on the lake, oh, right straight across on Lake Huron. Went to Michigan State. We had uh, we got married and had children and then moved here. And then I went back to school and I taught fifth grade for 22 years. And the writing that had Oh, when I was younger, I always kind of dreamed about writing a book. And then in high school and college, I wrote short stories and poetry, but then I had babies and I was busy. And so as I neared retirement, it just began to stir within me again. And so since I retired 10 years ago, my ninth book just was published. Wow, that's quite an accomplishment in a short amount of time, nine books in 10 years. That's a lot of writing and a lot of work that you're doing while enjoying retirement in a beautiful place. Yes, yes. And I did start a little before that. So it's been a little more than 10 years, but (laughs) they've all come out since then. Right. Yeah. And for those in the listening audience who aren't familiar with Wisconsin geography, Door County, when we talk about Door County, if you look at Wisconsin on a map, Wisconsin looks like a left-hand mitten. I know they say Michigan looks like a right-hand mitten, but Wisconsin looks like a left-hand mitten. And that thumb there, that's Door County, and it's a very beautiful part of the state Well, why don't you tell us about Door County? I don't know why. You're the one who lives there. I visited, but I don't live there. (laughs) Well, it has 200 miles of shoreline. We have two or three million visitors come through here every year. It's a great tourist area. It's a great artsy area. There's lots of bluffs, lots of boating, lots of hiking trails and little villages with great restaurants and just great shops. So it is, it's a really, really beautiful place to be. And we're in the woods and we just really enjoy it. Yes. We always enjoy when we get to visit there. We've been there a few times in the winter, which is a lot of fun and a few times in the summer, which is also beautiful up there. And there's a lot more we could say about Door County and all the fish boils and cherries and everything like that, which are just so iconically Door County, but yes, and the lighthouses (laughs) and the lighthouses, which come to play in your stories. So that's a great segue into your books. You have Laney of the Door Islands and Addie of the Door Islands. Why don't you tell us a little bit about those two books? Well, as I was writing other things and I kept thinking I needed to write a book about Door County. Everybody loves Door County. Everybody wants something from Door County. And one day it it just seemed to drop into me. And after I had considered a bunch of different ideas that just never, you know, sounded great. And one day this just fell in and I started writing and I said to my husband, I'm writing and I can't stop. I think I wrote 5,000 words in one setting, uh, oh, which wow. is which is rare for me. But it, it was like I saw this scene and I knew I had to get there. And so then I had to start and, and get to that point. So Lainey is being raised on Pilot Island, which is a tiny, tiny little island. Right now it's basically abandoned. But there, it was a very key lighthouse. And the lighthouse light is, I believe, is still flickering there too, because 
Door Passage, which is the channel between the mainland Door County and Washington Island. It's it's called Death's Door because of the currents meeting there and a lot of shipwrecks and a lot of Indian canoes that went down in years past. And so out from there is little tiny Pilot Island, only about three acres big. And on it was this lighthouse and the light that guided so many. And there were many shipwrecks there. So Lainey is, starts out at about age 11, and she's living there with her aunt and uncle. The uncle is the lighthouse keeper. And she, I won't go into a lot of the, uh, you'll have to read some of it, but she's, she's there and she ends up living there in the lighthouse with her aunt and uncle. And then eventually she lives in the lighthouse on Rock Island, which is if you you have to go all the way across Washington Island and then go out to this beautiful, it's got a five mile perimeter, so it's a larger island. Uh, Washington Island is quite big, and mm-hmm. so Laney is being raised there. There's you know all it lot. It's late 1800s. Shipwrecks occur, blizzards happen, and you know the the history, a lot of Door County history and stories that have been told are incorporated into that story. Her best friend lives on Washington Island, whose dad has built a boat that he delivers groceries. And that Rasmus Hansen is is the best friend's father. And he is a real person that the grandchildren gave me permission to use. They are still living, you know, in that area. They have a restaurant right there where that used to be. And so it's just kind of fun. And then Addie comes along a few years later. And at the time, in the late 1800s, early 1900s, the orphan train was operating. And there was a steamer that would come from Milwaukee to Ephraim, Wisconsin, which is, you know, part a little ways down on the mainland of Door County, quaint little village. And the steamer would come in with orphan train children. And so Addie arrives with her little sister and no one's waiting for them. And so that begins a series of journeys and mishaps and adventures. And and also just, it also deals a lot with her feelings of abandonment. And I have her being from my hometown, which is Harrisville, Michigan, which is on Lake Huron. And so at one point in there, they, they travel back to Harrisville by water to see if they can find out anything about her parents. And so there's a lot of humor, a lot of heart, and she ends up on Washington Island. And again, and there's a lot of the same characters that are in, it will stand alone, but there's a Mm -hmm. lot of the same characters as there are in Lainey. Just really charming stories about these young girls who have so much heartache in their young lives, but they're really resilient. And I suppose in those times, in those situations, you had to be. I think so. I'm amazed when just when you hear the real stories of, you know, the actual history of some people and what they endured and what they lived through and, you know, how they how they just blossomed. And and as you said, we're very resilient. I have to admit, I knew about the orphan train 
I did not know, first of all, that it came to Milwaukee. So that was something new that I learned. And I also did not know that there were steamerships that took them up to Door County. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Okay. Well, one of my friends, and this is kind of how Addie of the Door Islands happened. I had not planned to write a sequel to Lainey, but I was with a couple of friends and one of my friends said that, and I can never remember if it's her grandmother or her great-grandmother, came on the orphan train. And I knew there were orphan train people that had, you know, been up here and people were descended. But that was when she told me, and I had not known that either, that they came, you know, from Milwaukee to Ephraim on the steamer. And and she was telling me about that. And my other friend <laughs> tapped me on the shoulder and said, well, Judy, there's your next story. And, and lo and behold, it, it was just like Lainey, all of a sudden I was writing and I couldn't stop. And so that's how Addie started. And then I just met a lady the other day who told me that, and I haven't looked this up yet, that there is a program. I don't know if it's on the, the PBS or one of those or a local station that does Wisconsin stories or Wisconsin home stories. And that they just two or three weeks ago, they featured people that had been on that steamer as orphans from the orphan train. So it's just, it's just quite amazing to me. That really is. And to find people who are descended from those children who arrived via the orphan train slash orphan steamership, if you want to call it that, that must have been amazing to talk to them and hear their stories. It is. And I, I would like to hear more of those stories as well. And, you know, and as we know from other books about the orphan train, you know, so, some children were taken in and made part of the family. Some were just made workers. Some actually experienced abuse, quite a bit of it. I don't get into, you know, that in the book, but just the, the hurt and the loneliness and the abandonment that some of them feel so I try to address a lot of that in the book. Yeah, you do such a good job of walking that line, showing what was bad about it, but also what could be good about it. So I did appreciate that really about the books very much. Good. So what got you wanting to write in the first place? Oh, that's a really good question. As I said, I think it was sort of in me as a young person. And then I wrote short stories and poetry. But when, and like I said, I retired from teaching 10 years ago, elementary school, I taught. And that was 10 years ago. But a couple of years before that, a story began to stir in me. And I thought it was just going to be a short story. And and then it turned more into a novella. And then when I discovered it, it just, I started going to conferences and found out that it definitely needed more and needed a lot of work, as most of us discover with our first novel. But the stirring that I was feeling with it began to be a, feel like a calling from God. And so as I pursued this, and as I said, I started going to conferences and just learning so much. And that's always my my really big advice for anybody that wants to be published, wants to get into the writing field, is get to, to conferences where you 
you know, learn more about your your craft, where you meet the agents and the publishers and the editors, and you network with other writers and you get into critique groups and, and you learn, as we all do, how much we need editing. <laughs> no matter how good we are, we need editing. For sure. Can't ever get away from that. And I would agree with you wholeheartedly. Any future or hopeful authors out there, get thee to a conference and yes. <laughs> learn the craft and really work at it if you want to be published. Very, very good advice. And I saw that you have attended some of the conferences that I have attended, and I can't remember what years I was there, but I wouldn't be surprised if we maybe were at the same conference and didn't even realize it at the time. So that might be probably the right to publish in Wheaton. Yes, I would guess because it's Mm -hmm. the closest one to us here. And then we do three months in Florida the last several years. And so I've been the Florida conference used to be, you know, in February, late February, early March. And so I, that was a great one to get to, but now they've moved it to the fall. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) well, it's nice that you can get away from, I'm assuming the Wisconsin winter is what you're escaping to go to Florida. (laughs) Yes. As much as we enjoyed them and then put up with them and, now we just leave them. <laughs> oh, I found that as I'm getting older, too. Yes, I used to love, I I sort of did it the other way. I was born in Florida, moved up here when I was just a little girl and loved the snow and loved the winter. And it was one of my favorite seasons of the whole year. And then I liked it and then I tolerated it. And now I'm counting down the years when I can escape it myself. I know. I know. That's that's the process. And uh, yeah. Boy. yeah. And every year I think, oh, maybe we don't need to go, you know, that, you know, fall is so beautiful here. Oh, yes. um, but then, you know, mid-November comes and, you know, <laughs> it's gray <laughs> and <laughs> the days are shorter and the snow comes and I go, okay, you know, it's all right. I'm going to go. Yes. Yes. I should probably mention, too, since we're talking Wisconsin books, I also have written two devotionals for Packer fans called the Cheesehead Devotionals. So I've got two of those out. So that's kind of fun, too. Yes. I was going to ask you, that was going to be my next question. So in addition to the Cheesehead Devotionals, which just is a really great idea, I think especially my husband would enjoy that. But you've written suspense, you've written novellas, you have these historicals, you have a Bible study, so many different genres, and you are multi-award winning. You have won awards in a lot of these different genres and for a lot of different things. Why such a wide range of genres? Why not just stick to one of them? I remember at one of my first conferences and I talked to one agent and I, you know, and she said, well, find your niche and stick to it. Well, I, I still haven't done that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And, and I just tell people, I just don't stay in my lane when it comes to genre, you know, I just have all these ideas running around in my mind and, and I don't know if they've just been there for so many years. I've just, you know, all these possibilities, I've just got to get them out. And, and so it's just been kind of fun to just go different directions. And, you know, and I just 
decide or figured that that was the Lord's decision that I would just write in a bunch of different areas. It's kind of fun. Although it keeps you really busy trying to market. You can't, you don't have quite the niche, but. (laughs) That's the problem with it. But yeah, I did hear the same advice, you know, find what you love to write and write that, which I do. But like you said, it's fun to challenge yourself to try to write something different and you have ideas for something different. And then I was talking to another Wisconsin author who does the same thing, who writes lots of different genres. And she said, you know, what works for some people doesn't work for everybody. And I would just be bored writing just one genre. And so that's okay too. too. I think I would too. And I'm enjoying it. So we'll see what's what's next. Right now I'm feeling a little tired. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just taking a little break for a while. (laughs) Sure, sure. Well, that was one of my next questions. You seem to have lots of ideas in your head, as does every author. You're not really an author if you only have one book in there. You may think you only have one book in there, but there are always more than one you'll finish the first one and all of a sudden something else will dawn on you. So yes. you said you're taking a little break, but what are you thinking about next? What are you toying with? Well, since I have Lainey and Addie, I, I have a feeling that it being a trilogy would probably be a good idea. And I I have one, an idea that, that I've started, but I haven't done a whole lot on it's kind of ruminating around in there and we'll see when it comes out that brings it descendants actually from two of my books you know I was just kind of having fun from my cowboy book in Florida having it set you know near where we are in in Florida but descending from you know up here and and everything and then just having some of those flashbacks and and history and so it's kind of kind of floating around in there. Sure. If listeners would like to connect with you, if they'd like to stay in touch with you so that when that next book does come out that they know about it, how can they go about doing that? Well, I do have a website. It's judithducharme.com. And that's, you know, I go all my author, everything says Judy Ducharme, but my website is judithducharme.com. I haven't been the greatest at keeping it totally up to date, but I do have most things there. Also, I'm on Facebook. I have both an author page and then just my page where I do a lot of things about my books too. Judy.ducharm.18 is the is that. So those are kind of I, I do some on Instagram. Again, I I don't do quite as much as I know I'm supposed to, but those are some some places they can keep track of me. Fabulous. We'd love to do that. Do you have any last words for the listeners? Well, one thing, just kind of a newsy thing, is because of two or three awards uh, and a connection with them, I get to do this Sunday a two-hour book signing at the American Library Association Conference in Washington, D.C., and my kids live out there and my grandson's birthday is next week. And so I'm already going to be out there. So it's just kind of an exciting opportunity. So, Wow. How cool is that? Yeah, and I'm excited. Wow. 
that's such an honor to be able to do something like that. And you just never know where the Lord is going to lead these things. When something happens, it often opens other doors and leads to other things. And so that's wonderful. How thrilling for you. Yes. And I, and I guess, you know, my last words would be to really let the Lord lead you if, if you're being, you know, have that yen to write and you're being in, you know, find out if it's a calling, lean into it, but also don't just assume that because you've got the idea and you feel God's leading you that you don't need improvement. We all need, as I said, the editing, but get it out there and then Get with people who can help you improve it. Uh, And I guess that would be my advice. Very good. Well, it has been so much fun talking with you. I have really enjoyed it. And I hope you stay in touch. I'll follow you. I think I already follow you on Facebook. And I'll try to keep up with that and find out the next time a book of yours releases. If it's going to be another historical, we'd love to have you back again. Thank you. Well, that was so much fun. I really enjoyed getting to chat with Judy, and we chatted about Wisconsin and all things Wisconsin, both on the air and off the air. If you have never been to Door County, oh, you have to go there. If you aren't able to get there, before you pick these books up, go online, look at some pictures of Door County. It really is beautiful. It's been called that Martha's Vineyard of the Midwest. So for those of you on the East Coast, you know what that is. And it's just charming and really beautiful and lovely. And anything that you want to do there, you can do there. And Judy does a wonderful job of making Dora County come alive. So great books. And my deep thanks to Judy for coming on and telling us a little bit more about them. We have another first-time guest coming up next week, and that's Susan Ann Mason. And she's going to be here talking about her new novel, A Feeling of Home. Sounds like a great read, and I'm really looking forward to chatting with Susan about this. So please join us next week for that conversation. Just a reminder that you can find all of the information about today's guest in the show notes over on my website, which is liztolsma.com. So there you will find out more about Judy, more about her books, not only the Door Islands books that she talks about, but also her devotionals and some of the other books that she has out as well. And you will find a handy link to purchase both Laney of the Door Islands and Addie of the Door Islands. That's about all from me for this week. I really appreciate you listening. I appreciate you sharing with your friends and family how much you enjoy Christian historical fiction talk. Thank you once more for supporting us. And I hope you have a great week. We will see you next time. 